Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Welcome back. Here we are doing it once again on Cover to Cover. Great to be here live once again in Los Angeles. Um, Been off the road now for a few, like a week and a half, and it's been kind of nice. But I'm ready to go back to Boston, Laugh Boston, where you can all, uh, Boston people can come see me. One of my favorite clubs, and I would love for you to come. I believe I'm there the 18th, 19th, and 20th of April and next week sometime. Come check that out. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. I know I have to say that because I lost some followers. So all my Instagrams, all that stuff. Hey, it's good to be back. Let's start with all the the, the news that there's a lot of things going on here with the with the Felicity Huffman stuff, uh, some other crazy stories we got. But the first thing I want to start with, hey, let me just say we have Steve Marmelstein is back with us to uh, help us through the stories today. Thank you for coming back, Steve. Good to have you again. Well, great to be here. You excited about uh, today's cover to cover uh, stories that we have? Oh, it's you know. I was thinking about it all the way in today. Steve, like, Steve, Steve wait. actually, uh, you know, he 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 looks up some stories and he comes he comes with a, with a pages and pages of stories and jokes and uh, and we are going to get through those today. Alex is here as well as always. Um, and uh, Alex, where, where have you been? Everything good? You doing yeah, fine? Good like, summertime here in Los Angeles. I'm enjoying the weather. Beautiful. All right. Well, our first story is going to start out. Alex, why don't you actually give us a little of it, uh, and and we'll lead into the story. Go ahead and give this a listen, everybody. Uh, it's a little something called Old Town Road. Bang. Ready? Showtime. Little Nas. No. They, happy birthday to him. It's his 21st birthday. Happy birthday, Little Nas. Happy birthday. Okay. All right. What? Who's that? That's Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus, ladies and gentlemen, who just joined in on Little Nas's hit, Old Town Road. All right, I have to say that when I first heard this song on Instagram or something, I was like, this is the worst song I've ever heard. Three times later, you just keep playing, Alex. Three times later, I'm like, this is the best song I've ever heard. So, now let's just listen. Give it a listen. Pop it up. Riding on a tractor, lean all in my blood. Cheated on my baby. You can go and ask her. My life is a movie. Boy, riding in boots. I don't know if people notice. Boy, I had from Gucci. Rang her 
Thank you, Alex. I don't know if people notice we found a different way to play our songs now. We're not just playing them through uh, Alex's iPhone anymore. We've uh, got a new funky way to play them. So that probably sounded better to all of you. Thank you for figuring that out, Alex, on a Bluetooth. We're running it through our board. Pretty exciting stuff over here, to, uh, cover to cover. So that is Little Nas, Old Town Road. I don't know if you know the story about this. Here it is. Uh, I guess this is a guy, Little Nas. He's 21 today. I learned that on today's show this morning. And this song is like number one in the country. And it he had no record contract or anything like that. He was kind of like, a, it just became a viral hit. And then it went like number one on all the Billboard charts, like Billboard regular chart, Billboard R&B chart, and Billboard country chart. And then a week later, country music, country, the country tried to taking it down. They're like, well, that's not a country song. We're taking that down. That's, we can't do that. Now, it became a bit of a controversy because he was saying, this guy Lil Nas from Atlanta, Georgia, he's like, wait, why, why am I not country? Because I'm black? And you don't want a black guy to have a number one country song? The last guy who probably had a number one country song was Charlie Pride. Uh, Wasn't he yes. a uh, black country singer? No, uh, Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker also, um, yeah, from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah. He's actually, yeah, pretty, pretty big country star, Darius Rucker. Yes. Uh, but kind of a friendly white guy, you know, Darius Rucker. He he was Hootie and the Blowfish, and he was then he's now he's Darius Rucker, and again had some good songs. He's a pretty big country star, but before that, there was a guy named Charlie Pride. This is when there was no black people in country, and this guy was like a full-on country singer in the '70s and maybe even the '60s. Now, a lot of people when they first heard him didn't know that he was, he was a black, black guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, a, you yeah. know, he's a black. He was Charlie Pride, a black guy. So that I mean, I don't know if Charlie Pride's still alive. Is he still alive? I don't know. Well, we could check that. Yeah. So anyway, Little Nas comes out with this song, and they take it off the Billboard charts, and it becomes, like I said, a bit of a controversy because maybe they, they just don't want a black guy involved in country music. So Little Nas calls Billy Ray Cyrus, and he says, hey, Billy Ray Cyrus, would you like to come on and do a little, um, uh, you know, like a little bit of the chorus of my song, Old Town Road, and maybe give this a, you know, and then he and then he calls the, you know, Billboard people and goes, hey, it's country now, motherfuckers. Like, why don't you put it on your charts? <laughs> So, uh, and it's now blown up. And so this is almost like Green Mile in a way. It's, it's like a, a today's Green Mile. Instead of the 50s driving through the South with um, Viggo Mortensen uh, acting like an, in like an idiot. Uh, Green they, Book. Uh, what did I say? Green, Green Mile? Mile. Oh, yeah, that's shit. That's a whole different Oh, movie. Green Mile was the one where the black guy opens thing, his mouth yeah. and, the, and the flies come flying out. <laughs> yes, that's Michael, right. Michael Clark's the modern day Yeah, Patrick Clark rings. Duncan. Michael, Michael, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, Michael. Oh, was it? Uh, never mind. Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, yeah, rings. By the way, Charlie Pride, 81. Oh, he's and so he still touring. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> still touring. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be playing some of the venues I play, probably. Uh, anyway, so uh, the Green Book. Thank you, Alex, for correcting me on that one. People get very angry when I make mistakes like that. Um, so the Green Book, yeah, this is our new Green Book. It's Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, Lil Nas driving around singing Old Town Road throughout the country. That's I'm going to write that and may win an Oscar next year. So, hey, here's Billy Ray Cyrus. This guy, I mean... For a guy who we all thought was a bit of a goof uh, many years ago with achy, breaky heart and the bad um, mullet, you know, we all kind of goofed on him and said, you know, this guy's, you know, a, a joke. I mean, God, the guy's had some staying power over the years. He's, he's la- not only is, is he the father to Miley Ray Cyrus, and, you know, th- that alone is a pretty big deal because she's like one of the biggest stars in the world. And so he's got that going for him. Then 
you know, he's had some hits along the way. He's always been around. Uh, and here he is again now, the number one song in the country with the help of Lil Nas. Uh, Lil, Lil Nas. And, and it's Lil Nas X. Lil Nas. Oh, excuse me. Officially his. Lil Nas X. Okay, yeah. well, it's <laughs> Lil Nas X. He's 21 today. Happy birthday, Lil Nas X. And uh, it's a great song. It's a fun one. It's one of those ones you hear for the first time. You're like, this is so stupid. And then I was like, wow, this I could have a good time to this Lil Nas X Billy Ray Cyrus song. So that's uh, that's it. That is how that's the number one song in the country. That's not our number one song that we're going to do at the end of the show. So relax, everybody. We'll get to that. That just happens to be a song that's in the news. So we're going to give it to you. Uh, speaking of that, let's go into because I was watching a Today Show this morning um, and hearing a lot about this song because Hoda Kotb was into it. She's mm. the one. She believes she's the one who found this song and made it uh, number one. Because Hoda, Kotb, she does like a little thing where she, you know, says these. This was on my playlist today. Okay, now the reason I bring up Hoda Kotb is because I watched. And I know you are a, a watcher of the morning TV as well, Steve. And I think you're a Today Show person. Uh, you, yeah, I, I mean, back you know in the Matt Lauer days. Are you a Good Morning? Amer- uh, how dare you, Steve? You can't say that. <laughs> I can't. You, you can't even don't say you his name. Dare he? Uh, but I'll say this. They didn't miss a beat. Well, I thought I was a huge Lauer fan myself, and, and once Lauer was gone, I mean, honestly, you don't miss him. Hoda took over perfectly, and as you know, all three hours. I think she does like the entire run from yeah. nine, nine, seven, eight, nine, or whatever it starts. But now there's ten other people. I'm not getting like yeah, it's, Jenna Bush coming in. Well, that's what I'm gonna get to. But there is a table of people sitting there now. Half of them I don't I, – I know they've been on for a while, but outside of Roker and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Savannah Guthrie and Hoda, I don't know any of the other ones. But there's six of them sitting Craig there. Craig Melvin. Craig Melvin. That's the other guy. Yes, he's good. He's a news but, guy. Maybe. Yeah, he's not a bad – you know, he's, he's fine. He gets the job done. But, but you know, a lot, just, just a lot of people there, a lot of people. And uh, now they the, – the, Kathy Lee left the, the, the 10 o'clock. Was it 10 o'clock? Yeah. She just finally used it gone, 10 o'clock hour. She said she was leaving a while ago, kept coming back. Now she officially left, and they announced that it was going to be uh, Jenna Bush Hager, I believe is her last name, Jenna Bush Hager. She's married to Sammy Hagar. A lot of people don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) She's married to Sammy Hagar from uh, Van Halen and Montrose. That's her husband. That's why she calls herself Jenna Bush Hager. That's a joke, people. I know she's not married to uh, Sammy Hagar. Uh, but anyway. I've met his wife, uh, Sammy. A very nice lady. Yeah, you have? Oh, yeah. That's right. You went to a Sammy Hagar yes. uh, party one time. Yes. Uh, anyway, she uh, she has taken over the 10 o'clock hour with Hoda. And I thought it was going to be terrible. But we're two days in. And I have to say, she's not bad. She's pretty good. She's gotten much better than um, I remember when Chelsea Lately was at its height. We the Today Show was coming to interview all of us uh, because, and we were like, "Oh, who's going to come interview us?" And you knew where you were on the celebrity rung by who came to interview you um, from the Today Show team. And we got Jenna Bush Hager, and this is when she first started over there. So we were like, "Wow, we are really low down on the show business ladder." Because Jenna Bush Hager came to our offices and interviewed all of us for a Today Show segment. Um, but now I think she's doing a good job. I'm going to say I have shot on Jenna Bush Hager before, saying she's pretty bad. But I'm I'm going to take it back. I think she's getting pretty good. I think she's okay, and I don't I don't mind her. I think they're fun together. Um, you know, I've always said my love for Hoda. She's just the best. So. That's it. They taught me a lot about the little Nas song today, and that's why I bring them up. Uh, let's get to 
the next big story, and it keeps it just keeps going and going and going. And I've given you my opinions on it already in past. You know, it's it's this Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin college scam thing that uh, now the big story is that um, that Felicity Huffman has pleaded guilty. Is that yeah. what it is to all yeah. charges? If you look at read, yeah, this go thing, ahead. Go ahead. You read it so here's what she said. Um, I am in full acceptance of my guilt and with deep regret and shame over what I've done, I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from these actions. I'm ashamed of the pain I have caused my daughter, my family, my colleagues. Every, she's just throwing her mercy on the court. So this is this Felicity Huffman's, um, yeah. No, but, she, I, but, I, le- but she left out of the end, but mostly I'm sorry I got caught. Oh, totally. Yeah. Of course, exactly. <laughs> so she's the one who paid $15,000, which uh, as far as some of the other people I've read, she's paid the least. Like, so, you know, the, the, the Lori Laughlin spent you know, $200,000 and, and another guy, $600,000. I, I think it's based on how good of a celebrity you are, how much you have to pay. So like Felicity Huffman, she got nominated for an Oscar, so she doesn't right. have to pay as much. But Lori she Laughlin, did a different thing. The, the, she did a different thing. She just had the kid, uh, you, you explained it last, your last time here. She just had the kid... Um, take a t- the test and and uh, and they and they corrected her test the wrong answer. Yeah, the proctor would leave the room. She somebody else would. Come she didn't in. fake like her head on on you know different athletes to get into like sporting yeah. events or something. Like the one guy I, I read who also pleaded guilty yesterday, uh, some real estate guy from Orange County uh, has paid six hundred thousand dollars to get to get his daughter. On the uh, UCLA, which I haven't heard them be called out much in this. Mm-hmm. It seems like USC is getting the brunt of it, but there was a lot of other schools involved. And UCLA being one of them, I guess this guy was trying to get his daughter into UCLA on the so- soccer team. or one of like It's one of their teams that's really good. And this girl never even played ever in her life, not even as a child. And the 600 grand, you can get her on the team. I mean, it's all <laughs> such bullshit, isn't it? Just... And uh, like I said in, in, in a past podcast, it just doesn't surprise me. Like it's it's this is the way it is. Like rich people have always gotten better shit, right? Exactly. I mean, it's nothing new. You get better shit when you're when you're rich, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's just the way the world works. I don't know. I mean, not, not there's nothing wrong with it. it. It is shitty that they did that. But what I found funny in. Uh, in, in Felicity Huffman's apology, she says, I, I let down my fans. <laughs> what fans? <laughs> are, are there really Felicity Huffman fans out there? Like, oh, damn it. Now I got to take down all my Felicity Huffman posters from my room. I was such a huge Felicity Huffman fan. I have to I'm, say, I was outraged. By the whole <laughs> of course, thing. yeah. Alex, you know, it's funny because I'm a 27 year old man. Yeah, I love me so Alex some had, he had, I believe his, he has a personalized license plate on his car. Says Huffman. <laughs> He's a Huffman. He, that's how much he loves. That's how much he loved Felicity Huffman. I mean, what could... I I apologize to my fans. You don't have any fucking fans. You were one person on Desperate Housewives, and not even the most interesting one. Terry Hatcher and Eva Longoria are more interesting than you, and hotter, by the way. Now, do you think that they're... Like skewering her over this just because she's the she can afford the worst legal representation. Like, is that possible? Or I don't know who uh, else has been. Well, I don't know. I I mean, I think yesterday in in the New York court or whatever, the people who who uh, now Lori Laughlin has still not um, pleaded guilty. I don't think so. She was no. in court. Yeah, she was in court, basically which, just to sign autographs. No, I mean <laughs> she was treating it. It's unbelievable. Felicity Huffman at least walked in looking like she had, you know, had some remorse about this. She had, you know, a downtrodden look about her and walked in with her head down. 
And then the Lori Laughlin comes walking in like she's going to the fucking Oscars. She's waving to the crowd, big smile on her face. Literally, I'm not kidding. She was signing autographs on the way in. Like, does this, this fucking idiot know? Like, I mean, I guess Lori Laughlin's a bit fucking clueless. So she's just like, oh, this is like another press event for me. Anyway, now what I what I found weird, going back to what Alex was saying, like, so, so Felicity Huffman, maybe she's got bad representation or whatever. She's walking out of the courthouse yesterday holding hands with her lawyer and... It, which I thought was very strange. Oh. It looked very weird to me. He's like, the, you know, a, 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 probably the same age as William H. Macy, who's her husband. And they're like holding hands in a, not like a, we did it, you know, I'll, I'll be, let's be strong together kind of way. It was almost like a loving way. It was just very strange. Like I felt it was unprof. I don't know. Watch it on. She's probably just trying to give people something else to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, her fans, you <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Her, yeah, yeah. her fans need something. Anyway, that's the, that's the story on that, right? Is there anything more that we need to add? to it other than there's like a little breaking news coming out right now as we speak that Lori Laughlin's husband uh, Massimo fucking Giannulli who I'm so upset that because of that name Massimo Giannulli I literally thought the guy took like and I need to go and get my daughter into college you know I thought he was going to be like Mario Brothers but he turns out he's from like Laguna Beach or something and he speaks with but it was very upsetting when he had that name and didn't speak like a fucking cartoon Italian guy Well, probably growing up he was known as like Manny, and he said, uh, "Right, exactly." Oh, no, but, but anyway, I, I hear he's being brought up on uh, new charges or something. New charges in the College of Michigan. I'm reading mm. right now. Um, I don't. I Olivia Jade files. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Olivia Jade. Oh, I forgot about Olivia Jade. That's the daughter, Olivia Jade, who was making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Uh, two, oh, I'm sorry, two million dollars a year. What? working on Instagram? And, and so what yeah. could she pay herself? Exactly. To this is part of the issue we were talking about. So anyway, I don't think it was the money though. I think it was the fact that she wouldn't get accepted even with her amount of money. She literally that? says on her Instagram thing, <laughs> "I don't how go. much I hate school," <laughs> at like fifteen different times on this Instagram thing. So uh, that's the story on that. Jenna Bush Hager is doing well. Felicity Huffman is not. Lori Laughlin's an idiot. And on to the next story. Uh, oh, and, and Billy Ray Cyrus is doing a great job at number one with uh, Old Town Road. Uh, next. Back on top of the charts. Everybody, everybody, prepare yourself for this summer's hottest trend. Are you, is everyone ready for this summer's hottest trend? Ladies, gentlemen, for that matter, everybody, barrettes are back. I don't know if you've heard, <laughs> barrettes are all the rage once again on the runways of wherever runways are. Paris, perhaps, whatever the latest one was. But this morning I read that you people get yourself a chunky barrette. Put it in your hair like Drew Barrymore in the 90s when she used to wear like little daisies in her hair. Get it, put it in, and walk down the runway or wherever you're going. Applebee's, whatever you people want to do. Capri Yeah, but I don't know whatever people do. But put it in your hair. And not only, just don't get the little clip one that, you know, just like a pink or blue or whatever. It's supposed to be a fucking real, you know, statement. Put something fun in your hair and get out there and have fun. That's what Felicity Huffman should have come walking out of the courthouse with that. Like, not only am I guilty of all charges, and I apologize to all my fans, but look at the fucking fashion trend I'm starting at 58 years old. I'm wearing a big, chunky barrette in my hair. The hottest new look. If you're bold enough, you know. I always found it looked a little weird. When you saw an adult with barrettes in their hair, because you're always like, uh, you know, because it, it's a very fine line between, you know, looking cute and looking completely fucking insane. It's kind of like when an, when an adult woman wears um, 
uh, pigtails. Uh, you know, you ever see like an adult woman in pigtails, yeah. like not a ponytail, fucking pigtails. Like uh, something is off. Yeah, or it's all. Yes, yeah, something. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. On. That's a good way to put it. Like, it, it, yeah, I could see if it was like a fetish thing. Like, hey, honey, put your hair in pigtails and put on like that, you know, cheerleading outfit, which is something I never would be into. That's not. I feel like that's way too much work. Is to like, hey, let's all dress up tonight and and fuck each other. Like, oh, mm. can we just watch? You know, 2020 and go to bed. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so barrettes, everybody, put them in your hair if you if you're bold enough, and and uh, and have a good summer listening to Old Town Road. You know what? This week, next week, probably for the next three weeks, this Old Town Road will be you know the song, and it'll and then it'll be gone after that. But for the next three weeks, go out to whatever country places in your neighborhood, denim and diamonds or fucking whatever, and fucking kick up your heels with your barrettes in your hair and have a good time. Why not? I mean, let's, it's fucking summer has begun. Spring mm -hmm. has sprung for most of us. I'm hearing there's like a blizzard hitting the Midwest yep. today or tomorrow, yeah, right? Like, like the Dakotas another. is yeah. like three feet of snow in the Dakotas. Oh, is it Dakotas? Is that where Something, it is? Yeah. Dakotas? Yeah. Minnesota, Minneapolis, the Dakotas. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they're getting like three feet of snow. But for the rest of us, it's fucking gorgeous. So get out, barrettes in your hair, have a good time. What, uh, am I, am I missing something on the Felicity Huffman story, Steve? Or is there a, uh, no, is there I more to it? I mean, it's just, you know, Lori Laughlin just, Treating this like her comeback, like her comeback, like, like yeah. Who said she can't get arrested? <laughs> <laughs> but will they? Do you think they'll serve time? Like, uh, will there be yeah, time? Uh, well, it would be one of those where they get probation and like stuff but like, like that, like community service. And in LA, like Lurie you Lofton. mean community service, like like uh, like Jussie Smollett got, where he apparently did an hour of community service and that was the end of it. <laughs> Seven uh, minutes of yeah, envelopes. Yeah, so I mean, that's probably. What I feel like somebody they're going to make an example out of somebody. Well, do we really need jail time for them? I mean, we we I think they've been shamed enough here. I don't know That's if we true. need to put them in jail. Like, aren't we trying to you know get people out of our jails right now? They're a little overcrowded. And they're trying to get you know people who are in there for pot and stuff. Like, let them let them go. I don't think we need to see Lori Laughlin. I think jail. the ringleader he's going to go. The um, guy that started. Oh yeah, well that's fine. That guy, he's he's the, yeah, go. he was. You know, he's not famous. We can send him to jail. We don't want famous people to go to jail. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, but speaking of that, uh, I also read this morning that Felicity Huffman had a movie coming out on Netflix mm. that has now been com uh, completely scrapped. They, really? they moved the date, the release date of it, because of this. But, but why would you? Why wouldn't you just listen? She's not going to be hotter than now. Get it up there. I guess they just decided, hey, we don't want to be a part of this incident, so they decided to scrap. And it's like. Big people in the movie. It's that. It's that director, uh, um, the black girl, black female director uh, who got nominated for an Oscar. I think last year, Ava Ava du, du, Duray, Dupree, du, Duray. So mm. anyway, it's her movie. So it's a kind of a big movie. But anyway, she. It's now been scrapped by Netflix completely due to all this stuff. Wow. Um, and that's it, everybody. Yeah, well, what What else you got, Steve? Steve, well, no, this is your. your oh story, yeah, the oh yeah. No, sneakers. this is the other thing I want to talk about. It's a, it's in. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to my friend, Big Irish Jay Hollingsworth, who actually has a podcast on this network as well. Uh, he, I saw on his Instagram that he had mentioned this Instagram account called Preachers in Sneakers. Preachers in, <laughs> not in, not I N N N. Preachers and sneakers. Uh, and we have talked about the Alex and I have talked about this before. These churches that we have here in La Los Angeles that are just like these weird churches of hip actors and people that we know. Actually, Steve and I know a friend of ours who goes to one of them, and they're all like hip kids who wear skinny jeans and you know like those hats that lay on the back of their head, like that wool skull caps that lay. 
not they don't put them over their forehead they lay on the back of their head which i don't have the type of skull that holds one of those on so i can't wear i can't <laughs> i don't think i can go to that church for that reason because i'm not allowed to um to do that because i can't wear that hat but they wear a lot of that and then the preachers are like really hip dudes too and they're doing like bad stand up. They're comedies. never wearing t shirts. No, there. there's a, you, what's the name of the church? We we looked up the oh, name man, of the church. I gotta shirt. look again. The one guy's name is Chad Veach. You gotta look at this fucking yeah, Chad. Dude. I mean, that tells yeah. you everything. This guy's name is Chad Veach. He's such a douchebag. And he's like the leader of one of these churches. And he, and it's got it's it's just a fucking money making scam. Like talk you wanna lock some people up. Lock these motherfuckers up. Like forget Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman. Lock this fucking Chad Veach up. So this thing is called Preachers in Sneakers, and it's the funniest shit because because it just shows all these preachers, most of them being, you know, it's like it's like a it's like an even amount of white guys and black guys, who are literally all of them up there on these stages talking to thousands of people about God or whatever, wearing no shit. Look it up on Instagram. Yeah. They, they have the the price of all the clothes they're wearing. They're wearing twenty five hundred dollars sneakers. One guy has, on this on this Instagram account has five thousand six hundred dollar pair of sneakers on. He's a fucking, uh, you know, preacher. So that's why I'm saying this whole thing is a fucking scam. Like they're just taking your money <laughs> to saying yeah. that Jesus, you know, yeah. help Jesus or whatever to fucking yeah. to do this. And they bought, they're in $6,000 sneakers. Now, if you're a true man of fucking God or whatever, you know, whatever this bullshit is, like you would be out there helping, like I say, every fucking podcast, these people Literally right outside our second studio today is a guy who sleeps in this parking lot. He has been sleeping. He seems like a fucking fine. Probably lived there for 10 years. Oh, he's fully living yeah. there. Yeah. And now, why wouldn't you, instead of wearing fucking $4,000 sneakers, why wouldn't you go help this fucking guy out? If you're a true man of God or whatever bullshit you're spouting, Chad Veach, why wouldn't you go take off your fucking $4,000 sneakers and go help these people out? But you don't want to because you want to wear your fucking $9,000 glasses and your fucking wool scully cap like how does people not know this is a complete fucking scam am i am i just being an angry well, even like jesus himself didn't wear shoes and the guy walked no, on water no but a lot of people don't know this his sandals that he wore gucci yeah. <laughs> well wasn't that the, yeah. the, the fourth commandment thou shall not wear sketchers that's actually that's why they put him up on the cross they were like yeah. all these people are following yeah. you your that, slippers are too that nice. song that's bahad bahadi what gucci bod bobby Gu doesn't you do gucci slippers Gucci Gu slippers. Yeah, yeah that's the, she's talking about jesus christ his shoes gucci so slippers. who was uh was chad veach so his church is called Zoe. I don't yeah, think that's Zoe. the last one we looked no. at. We looked at a different one. These but. are different. But this is Zoe. This is the one where the, the other one is with the one with Chris Pratt's involved in. And uh, and that Ellen Page actually called him out on one of the shows. Ellen Page was like, hey, Chris Pratt. That was Justin Bieber's church, yeah. Yeah. They're all, I mean, I don't know how involved Justin Bieber is in it. I know he was with that guy for a little while. They had pictures of him and like, you know, walking down the, the you know, those hiking trails we all go on here in los angeles with no shirts on both of them the preacher and and uh and bieber so anyway you got to look at this preacher it just goes to show how like how <laughs> like we remember the days steve and myself remember the days of like jim baker who's back once yep. again by the way the fucking Wait. guy is back he's fully back jim baker's still now doing the same thing televangelist shit where now he's um talking about the end of the world and oh. and he sells food buckets 
So everybody, and these people buy this shit. So he sells like a food bucket for the end of the world. So if the world's ending, you get in your, you know, whatever uh, bunker you have to, and you could live off this food bucket. What's in there? Have you seen, oh, have you seen the marketing? Yeah. They, 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 they say it also, they're stackable. So it's furniture in an apocalypse. Oh, is that too. for like, real? Yeah. That you could sit on it? Yeah. And- <laughs> I don't know if it's the same one, but it's one of those companies. Yeah, I, they're I, like, oh, it's a table also. Look at it. Oh like, my God. No, it's just boxes stacked. Oh, that's up. hilarious. So you can sit. You can actually play cards yeah. on it and then you eat can it. Turn it and, into a chair, and a bunker. I've always, I've actually always had like a little bit of a fantasy about just fucking, you know, just saying fuck it all and going, going in a the... bunker somewhere, you know, below the ground. I didn't realize they could. We make, can do cover to cover from a bunker. I'll go. <laughs> We're actually kind of doing We're it from a bunker <laughs> as as we speak right now. So it's the only thing is we don't have the food buckets to sit on. We have uh, or the arsenal, but yeah, but we're close enough to a bunker at this point. Um, but anyway, you have to. It's what I'm saying is this is complete. I let's just sometimes I like to call out a bit of hypocrisy here on this fucking podcast, and I believe all that religious shit. And I I'm not shitting on religion. I know it gets people by in life, and I don't I don't begrudge you if if that's something you choose to do. I like to walking into St. Patrick's Cathedral, and when I'm in New York, it looks nice and all that, but. I mean, if you're going to sit up there in fucking $7,000 sneakers and talk about how you, you, you're looking to fucking help people, fuck you, Chad Veach and the Zoe Church and all those assholes who are part of it. Fuck them all. Ah, that's right. I said it. Come at me, Chad Veach. You want to fight? I'll fight you. <laughs> the, uh, I was yeah, he'd probably to... run faster than the Yeah, exactly. He's got $7,000. You know what I'm wearing on my shoe? I'm wearing fucking Vans. Currently, I'm wearing Vans right now. I'm wearing Vans. I'll show them to you mm-hmm. on YouTube. That's what I'm wearing. I bought them at Nordstrom Rack, by the way, uh, for, I don't know, f- they, they, I think they were 30 bucks. Nordstrom Rack. And if you want me to get up and preach about the Lord, I'm going to wear fucking $30 sneakers. I don't help out homeless. Whoa, aristocrat. You're You're a real... Spaldings. A a real man of the people, everybody. Yeah, I really am. And I'm not helping out homeless people. I say you should go out there and help them. I don't. But you know, uh, but you I, also don't buy seven thousand dollars exactly, shoes. and I so I mean I probably should go give some more money to homeless people, but I don't want them coming near my house. So I don't there do was it. a time you bought a ninety thousand dollar Cadillac. You could have given, oh, you could have given a lot of money to the to that Marie. Kondo but I didn't spend. Any, I at least it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, oh, okay. um, beautiful car. Did I, I mention? Question. Did I mention? I, I'm not. I, did I mention Barrettes are all the rage? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I got to that story that Barrettes are back, people. I don't want to make sure. I don't want to make sure we didn't just gloss over that. And these people are out there with their hair flying all over the place because I want you to know Barrettes are back. And you feel free to hold your hair down with Barrettes, everybody. Once again, I'm going to say this: a bit of a slow <laughs> news week, right? Well, here's something that Steve was looking yesterday for stories. We're like, yeah. oh, not, not, we don't have like a giant story this this week, so we we come up with things like Barrettes. And the next time I'm about to do, go but ahead. Here, Steve, this is something interesting that, that that comes off of. Your bunker thing, okay, which is um, Chinese archaeologists uncovered a two thousand year old immortality drink. So, okay. would you want to live forever? That's like the, Wait, the now, now. What is the drink? Um, and how come those people aren't still alive? The, well, the, well, the, I guess they found a two thousand year old guy next to them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, but, was, um, he was long gone, and so um, the, I didn't the, quite get that far into it to find out what the drink was. Yeah, so Steve, just, Steve's uh, actually perfect for cover to cover because, yeah. as you know, it's uh, just the cover, not yeah, the story. Yeah, we we we, <laughs> we, we, we say we're uh, strong opinion, zero facts yeah. on this show. I, That's I can how we dig do a little deeper. No, I don't, don't think to. there was well, actual liquid after two thousand years. I feel like it was in a like a uh, a cask, and they said, "Oh." So I, I well, a couple weeks ago we. 
I, I had a story that I don't know if we got to that about the oldest person. I think is now 114 or something. <laughs> the oldest one. They're all Asian. It seems like um, the older people. So maybe there is something to the immortality drink. Maybe it's I don't know what Asian people drink. Maybe it's green tea or, or uh, bo- boba. What was that one that was hot there for a while with the big boba ball, with the, the ball, mochi the balls at the bottom of, yeah, the, of it. Boba. You had to have a big straw. You couldn't do that anymore because we're not allowed to have straws anymore. Although I have to say I went to 7-Eleven today this morning to get. Uh, I went with iced coffee because it's getting a little warm here in Los Angeles and um, they don't give a fuck over 7-Eleven about like the environment like there's a lot of places now trying to like do without straws or paper straws or paper cups or whatever not fucking not 7-Eleven they're doubling down they've made their plastic cups thicker than ever <laughs> I mean I could I could literally get inside this thing and float around if I wanted to like um like that bucket that they sell the food in for the uh, apocalypse and they have a straw that's thick plastic and it's extra long to really fuck up a sea turtle like if a sea turtle swallowed this thing it'd be dead in seconds and they have to do something about these paper straws. They're terrible. Oh, they're, they're we, like we've already we've already discussed this. Yeah, like we thirty we seconds this. in, and they're just oh, forget shredded. it. Yeah, yeah. As I was just in uh, in Hawaii, and that Hawaii's mm. very paper straw. They they don't they they actually do care about it because they're fucking. They have to. I guess they have a very uh, you know ecosystem is is, is very. Um, whatever the word I'm looking for is. I can't think of it right now. But uh, yeah, so they, they, they have all paper straws in Malibu, all paper straws. So the places I hang out in, we got I got to deal with limp paper straws that I'm sucking. It's like sucking a flaccid dick, I will often say. Um, uh, so the 2,000-year-old drink, I wouldn't know. Would I want to live, for, to, to answer your question, immortality? No, absolutely not. Uh, I don't want to live much longer, honestly. There are days when I get on a flight to go wherever I'm going and we've Alex and I have talked about this before where I'd be like you know what honestly if this plane went down right now I'd be fine with it I did I've had some good times I just, you've been there for most of them yeah. Steve and uh, I, I don't know much more I can do at this point like so I don't need to go much beyond 52 years old. So immortality, fuck that. For what? So I can hear Billy Ray Cyrus's do, get another fucking hit song in 25 years <laughs> when he's 87. He's going to have another song. I don't need it. I don't, I don't really need it anymore. Um, you, could, you could bury me. i just like to see how all this shit turns out. What shit? Like if you like, could tell me, just the whole thing. Like if you could just give me a summary now of what's going to be in 50 years. Be, all right. But how, it's like, I just, uh, not got good. I'm going to tell I don't think it's some, good. I feel like we'll figure all this shit out. The, Why? The, the, the environment. Somebody's with, <laughs> really? No, somebody's going to figure out a way to make money. A lot of money. I know the solar, you can all that. But right. Somebody's going to figure out a way to make money. And then, oh, here we go. And then well, they're already here. You could, I know that. Yeah. But, but there's still like gas is still cheaper to dig in the ground than, than you know, batteries and the solar stuff. Right, So right, the right. minute that turns, I okay. feel like we'll, but, you know. Well, Have speaking, you guys, uh, go ahead, there Alex. was a documentary a few years ago that came out about the guy who owns Five Hour Energy. It was free yeah. documentaries on YouTube. That guy has put all of his money into, uh, like, all kinds of crazy save the world type technology. Well, fuck him because he has those fucking Five Hour Energy little plastic bottles that are one shot and then throw it away. So they're, Probably but, littering f- ocean floors from from especially in Las Vegas because you fucking live on them if you go to Las Vegas for a weekend. Yeah, it, well, I mean, <clears throat> he uh, unlike 
all these pastors and whatnot, he's actually giving all of his money and grants well, to people good. to do it. And uh, he's got, he can desalinate water. Like, it's all doable. We're just not, I don't, like, it's coming. I think Steve's up to something. I think I think we're going to save the world. All right. Well, call you know me, what? You're a little crazy. younger, okay. so you should. I'm, I'm banking. You should get yeah. into it. We're yeah. like about I know. I haven't I, it's had over a, for Steve. We're on the back nine. Yeah, yeah, we're on the back. Yeah, you got life to live. Steve and I are done, so we don't give a fuck if, you know, I'm drinking out of plastic straws because I don't, you know, I just don't care. Hope my um, kid will have a nice little Yeah, 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 yeah. So who knows? But anyway, let's go to another. Speaking of things that have been buried and, mm. and, dug, out, and yeah. dug up, I also have a story, Steve, oh. about uh, a 42,000-year-old horse that was dug up in Siberia. And Siberia, I guess, is very frozen tundra. Yep. So this uh, had been perfectly preserved. Uh, whatever you need to get shit out to clone it, it had exactly what they needed, like muscle tissue, I believe. So this 42,000-year-old horse was perfectly so. They took it to South Korea. South Korea, who apparently is, is, is in the forefront of cloning. They want to fucking clone something. So they are cloning. They are, say that they, they are saying that they are so advanced in this cloning of this horse that they're currently looking for a mother to, once this horse is cloned, it needs to be raised by another horse. So they're looking for a mother horse to cl- to uh, raise this cloned horse once it's you know cloned. I don't know if that's born. How do you, I guess it just appears out of a Petri dish or something. And what, they, what they'll do is they'll probably put it in a horse, have that horse have the birth baby. It, really? and birth then, it, yeah. And then at, so they're looking for a mother to, <clears throat> to raise the horse. They say they have, they've picked a mother. And the mother's now going to raise this 42,000, which is going to be tough for the poor horse because could you imagine trying to, you know, reprimand this horse? And the girl goes, uh, I'm 42,000 years old. I don't need to tell you, tell <laughs> tell me, mom, what I should do. <laughs> I, the only reason I did that story is I could do that fucking joke. <laughs> anyway, no, but so here's the thing. So I read on in the story and apparently the South Koreans are like fucking really hell bent on cloning something. This is Jurassic Park shit. So that now I guess they say... The only re- the only thing is stopping him is I don't know what, but they say they're gonna clone a woolly mammoth. They they found a woolly mammoth that had enough whatever they need blood or muscle tissue to clone. So they said we can have a woolly mammoth fucking walking the earth in a couple of months, however long it takes to make a woolly mammoth. But, but why? <laughs> who, who knows? You know, maybe that. But this is you talk about the future. They could, we could go back to fucking die. This could be Jurassic Park shit. Jeff Goldblum told us mm. in Jurassic Park. You know, you didn't, you thought, you, you you spent too much time thinking about if you could. You didn't think about if you should. That there was the are. best <laughs> line in a fucking movie. And uh, and 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 then so now I went to see Jurassic Park again. They re-released it a couple of years ago. It was like 25th anniversary, or whatever. Great movie, except um, Laura Dern's jeans didn't uh, <laughs> didn't age well. She you know, great movie, still like holds up. But Laura Dern had some serious mom Which jeans. Which one like, was pull, she? She's like the lead of it, the star oh, girl, okay. uh, and blonde. The young, um, the young, like the no, kid? not the kid. Oh, okay. She's the, um, the, other the girl. Uh, yeah, mm. she's not the mother of the kids, but she's just on the mission with Sam Neill. And uh, she's wearing some serious mom jeans in it, like pulled up to her nipples when she's running from all the uh, all the. Oh, the girl who's yeah, yeah, dating yeah. The, the paleontologist. Girl. Paleontologist, yeah, yeah, she's dating yeah. Sam Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Laura Dern, uh, who's gone on to great work, actually. Yeah. She, yeah, she's you know really good actress. Bruce Dern's daughter. She so those otherwise still holds up. Great movie, um, uh, Jurassic Park, as we all know, one of the best movies. I went to see Shazam. Speaking of, oh, how was that? Yeah, you know, it's for kids. Eh. It's for kids. It's fine. It's not. It's it's okay. Is 
is it a kids movie? It's it is? It, it's a little more kids than I thought it was going to okay. be. It's pretty. I like kids would love it if you uh, you have a fucking ten year old, they'll fucking go nuts for it. But uh, yeah, and the kid Zachary Levi, who used to be my next door neighbor in Studio City, um, he's good. You know, he's Shazam. Wait, is that the he Shazam? I thought it was the Freddie Mercury guy. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Rami Malek? Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, like it's uh, Zachary Levi. I keep seeing he's, uh, he's He used to be in all the bars at Studio City looking for pussy a couple of years ago Dude. when he was Chuck. Now he doesn't NBC. even need to. No, now he's fucking Shazam. He's Shazam. He, could, he could come and go as he pleases. Just say Shazam and mm-hmm. here, here they come. I remember Shazam when I was a kid. It used to be a terrible TV sh- uh, Shazam TV show on like Channel 9 in New York. And uh, it was very strange. It, he was he would say Shazam, and it was this young kid, like a bad actor. He never went on to do anything else. I don't even know what his name was. And then he would become like an older Shazam would become like an older guy, which is in the movie same premise. Uh, and and he, he but he's he was like a real old out of shape guy. Like in the, remember <laughs> the superheroes back then didn't have yeah, to they have had any, little guts. On yeah, them. Steve Reeves who played Superman in the fifties, and even the guy who played Tarzan. I forget what his name was. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Weissmuller. Uh, Johnny he was Weissmuller. An Olympic swimmer. Yeah, yeah. Now, but, he did uh, have a pretty. Type yeah, but I mean not like ripped. You know, they were all kind of just a little. Nobody bit was off. ripped back then. No, they Nobody. weren't. No, no, no. So anyway. And then this Shazam and the one that I used to watch as a kid, he used to travel around uh, with an old man in like a camper. It was looking at it now is real creepy. And and the old man's name was he didn't have a character name. It was like um, uh, I forget what they called him, like friend or something. And he would travel with around with this kid in the camper. Never explained why he was traveling around with a twelve year old throughout the country in a camper. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then after that, I, I I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me. I thought there was like a double. You would watch Shazam, and then it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. And then after Shazam would come on a show called ISIS, and it was about a female a female superhero called ISIS. Remember? How yeah. come I don't hear about that anymore? Because now yeah. ISIS is ISIS. Uh, Remember cutting the drink off heads. They had, you know. Oh, mighty ISIS. We had a drink called ISIS? Some, well, there was something. Well, they were AIDS. I do remember the, the, the weight, weight, loss, weight loss drug AIDS. The yes. next day. Yeah. Uh, don't pick up the paper, honey. Uh, we're <laughs> yeah, we're going to be bankrupt wait, tomorrow. Wait, yeah. I'm too young for this. To, they, what? Yeah, they had a weight loss drug called AIDS. It was these little... You could look it up on YouTube. They, they, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. You want to lose yeah. weight? Take AIDS. It was... And I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. How do you take it? It was like a little cap that you it was like, like a chocolate dexatrim like a dexatrim yeah, it was, like, it was, it was, it was chewable it was chewable it was chew, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. AIDS <laughs> showing up to work on that Monday in their defense it was AYDS I think AYDS I think I think it was I think it was I think it was spelled a little differently than the actual AIDS acquired immune deficiency syndrome AIDS anyway I don't I don't know if I've mentioned this and I want to say it again Barrett's Barrettes are back. And if, I, if one of you motherfuckers doesn't send me a picture, put it on the Facebook page of yourself wearing fucking crazy barrettes, I'll be very upset. I'll put them in my air. I watched that one about the you know the kid who went missing years ago in uh, in, in uh, on that island. No, in uh, the little girl who went missing. Uh, yeah, so uh, it, there's there's actually more stuff coming up right now as we're speaking about this Lori Laughlin stuff. It's pretty much the same shit, but there's apparently more charges coming in the college admission scam for Lori Laughlin and whoever else and, and Massimo Giannulli. Eh, interesting stuff. Uh, I, it just gets me back to talking about um, privilege and how these kids are privileged. You know, uh, uh, Olivia Jade is privileged and 
Lori Laughlin's privilege, and Steve, you know, regular guy, grew up in you know, yeah. you know, privileged life. Hard scrabble, to, hard uh, scrabble, Upper West Side. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. No. Steve and I worked together for many years, and he used to say, you and I have similar upbringings. I'm like, eh, not exactly. Uh, you know, Steve had a, fa- a bit of a fancier life than I did, but he's from two, ki- two kids in the family. You know, mother and a mother and father, two kids, and, you know, everybody had a nice time up there on Park Avenue, wherever they were from. Third Avenue. Yeah. A lot <laughs> different. That's really, believe me. No, it's not. Not up on the Upper West Side, Third Avenue. New parking and you well, same shit. Anyway, I to, to me privilege was well, I didn't even know privileged people. I, the, the only I don't know if I talked about this before. The only privileged people I knew lived down the road from us. They were the Nolan boys, the Nolans, Jimmy, Johnny, Frankie, and Robert with the Nolan boys. They had the same ages as me and my brothers. We There were four of us, four of them. And we had, so we we're always kind of a competing. The Nolan boys, however, were a little privileged in life because they were allowed to have each was allowed to have their own cereal, their own cereal. They would go each week to the supermarket and they would buy a cereal. They got to choose. What Johnny, what do you want? I want Fruit Loops. Jimmy, what do you want? I want Peanut Butter Captain Crunch. How about you, Robert? What do you want? Oh, I'll have Apple Jacks. Are you fucking... And then we would go to the house and I'd see four different cereals for each kid. And I thought, oh my God, what type of fucking lifestyle are you people leading that you can have? We got one, <laughs> we got one big bag at the bottom, if you've, I think it's still to this day set up the same way at supermarkets. At the bottom row, you what's the one you used to get, Alex? Frosted mini spooners. <laughs> yeah, that's the bag yeah, cereal I grew it's, up on. It's not even the real. It's not it's, like mini wheats. It's it's, it's yeah. close. It's like hey, it's one letter off. Yeah. You know, uh, except right. for it's spooners yeah. instead of yeah, wheat. yeah. Right. So so uh, we used to get that. The big it was a big came in a bag like not a box where boxes would have toys at the bottom. You can reach in and, and grab like a little fun prize this couldn't even happen because you could see right into the shit you'd be able to know what the prize was so anyway that's what we got and then when you know and then we we didn't get sugary shit like my parents were fine people but they were never like great parents they didn't like teach us anything they just you know they made sure we you know, had sneakers on and didn't freeze to death but I, they never gave us like you know like well and then they told me a great thing and and this and that nothing like that but we never got cereal. We got big, giant things. And then we would get, I don't know, we were on a health kick or something. But our whole lives, we had to have shredded wheat. Now, not... Not, not spooners. No. and Shredded. Not, and not the one that had the, the sweet side. Oh, uh, mini just wheat. Just, <laughs> just wheat. And so now shredded wheat. Now, I don't know if you remember well, shredded wheat. you shred it on your own? Yeah, well, that's what happened. Oh. It, they, it came in a... They, there were two different sizes. There was f- mini shredded wheat. It was a little one that you know you could fit them on a spoon and it was easy to eat. Then there was a giant brick called uh, the shredded wheat. You had wheat. to like top ramen it on the counter. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you'd put it in a bowl, you'd pour the milk over it, and then you'd like scoop. I mean, it was it was barbaric what we'd had to do. <laughs> and just eat like it would be like eating um, your jeans. You like, <laughs> like That's what it was like. And that's what we ate for our whole lives as children. Uh, so fucking Alyssa, Olivia Jade no I was not Olivia Jade I sat in a shredded wheat uh, no talk of college and, and 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 I just sat and was jealous of the of the uh, back Nolan. in my day we shredded our own wheat yeah, yeah we shredded our own wheat and was jealous of the Nolan boys well those fucking crackhead they're all crackheads now they turned <laughs> see that's what happened see? you gave them too much sugar and they all turned into fucking crackheads addiction so uh, you know because they were on Apple Jacks and I was eating shredded wheat and I turned out fine ish you know anyway <laughs> 
Wanted to I, sell I was it. a Cocoa Pebbles guy. Were you Cocoa yeah. Pebbles? Yeah. Really? Count Chocula. I had all that. Uh, Count Chocula. So you were chocolate. You had to have chocolate. Yeah. Third Avenue. Yeah. Third Avenue. That's Third Avenue money right there. Yeah. That's up for East Side money. $8 a box. Yeah. And this guy's eating Count Chocula and Blueberry. Wasn't that one? Yeah. It was a Blueberry. Frankenberry. Frankenberry and Blueberry. Count Chocula, Frankenberry. There was a third one. The Blueberry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was in the, yeah. the blueberry. The ghost. frightening, because cereal and fright go together. Yeah, they they, they were like characters. They, yeah, and they, I don't know who made them. I think that was, was the worst like. cereal, but they always had the best games on the back of the box. Yeah. They, the uh, old uh, Count Chocula. Uh, was that the General Mills? <laughs> I believe it was. Kellogg's General Mills. I believe General Mills, Mills put that out. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's get to Now, as you know, we like to finish with our song. And we started this one with a song, so we're going to finish with a song. We're not going to finish. We're not going to give you the number one song in the country because we just did that with Old Town Road, which I fucking and love so get out there put like i said put a barrette in your hair and have a good time to old town road but we're going to give you uh now a little something from somebody who's also blowing up and all over the charts and it sounds a little to me i've listened to some of her work she sounds a little like the australian girl from a couple of years ago that we all kind of turned on mm. and no longer listened to what was her name lord lord thank you thank lord you steve lord. yes she australian yeah. yeah she was australian she was from down there l-o-r-d-e lord yeah. she was red hot a couple of years Royals, ago the big yeah Royals. yeah Royals. royal was her big song she had a couple of good tunes um why and should then, i know that and then like never went on to do another thing um I said, Lord, this girl sounds a little to me like Lord. She's like uh, this this year's Lord. This year's Lord. Uh, so let's let's get what's her name? Billie Eilish. Her name is Billie Eilish. Billie, I, maybe Eilish. Billie Eilish. E let's give a little listen to Billie Eilish. Here it is, a little Billie Eilish. This everybody. song's called Bad Guy. Bad Guy. G U Y. Bad Guy. Yeah, this is definitely see. Now, Steve, yeah. let's listen to a little Billie Eilish. Let's give her a do. Let's play it. She's talking about, it's all sex, right? I like it a little rough, did she say? Oh, this is so good. See, this is what I'd like. To, I'd like to sit with the Nolan boys, eating Apple Jacks, listening. If I could just take parts of my life and put them all together to make the perfect life, this is. I would take this portion of my life right now, listening to this song, Billie Eilish. I would put that together with me and the Nolan boys. I would be sitting there eating uh, Apple Jacks, and Apple Jacks till our heart's content. We can eat all the Apple Jacks we wanted. Nobody's gonna stop us. Uh, and I invite Steve over because Steve's been a nice part of my life. So Steve That'd would be come. Fun. Steve would bring over his Count Chocula from Third Avenue, <laughs> and uh, have his driver drive out to Ronkonkoma, where I was from. It's a long. And, uh, it's trip. a long. It's a long drive, but he would get out there and he'd bring his Count Chocula. I like this. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Billie Eilish is. See now, this is what I'm saying. This is what I keep saying about these songs. How could you not out be out there fingering each other to this stuff? This is what you want to do. Like now, the song we are gonna give from 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 my youth is not as quirky and crazy as some of the songs uh, that I've been playing recently. Because I'm eventually gonna run out of them. But uh, this is from a band. Did you want to just first guess uh, oh, Billie me, Eilish's age? Billie Eilish's age. Oh, my God. She's, uh, she's 19. 17. Oh, Jesus. Where's she we from? Can we even listen to from that? From Los Angeles, born after 9-11. Yeah. Jesus. Can, um, we, can we even listen to that? Can we listen yeah, to that? Uh, yeah, so she has. She's a, talking about like sex and shit, right? Yeah, the interesting thing about it is she has a her other song that's like in the top ten is yeah. a song called "I Wish You Were Gay." But this song's all about how she likes bad guys. So oh. who knows what's going on with this seventeen year old? But uh, huh. 
I Wish You Were Gay should be the campaign song for that guy, the, yeah. the guy from Indianapolis, Indiana. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. He should use that song. Uh, all right. Well, the song we're going to give you from the 70s is now getting into, hey, listen, people, it wasn't all, it wasn't all like- um, It wasn't like all a, hard work. It wasn't all sad, you know, suicide, convoy, truck songs. There was some fun going on in the 70s as well. And we're going to play one of the fun ones when you went out there and you had a good time. It's by uh, a band called Band. I don't know if you call them a band. There was- a family, yeah, the fam, the DeFranco family, yes. and uh, go ahead and just give it to us, Alex. Here it is, everybody. It's called "Heartbeat Is a Love Beat." I had it's for- it's a love beat. It's a love beat. Yeah, it's like, I had the forty-five. Go ahead, play it. Well, you know what? I don't even want. I don't even want to interrupt it so good. <laughs> wow! How could you not have fun to this song? Forget Billie Eilish. This song is the DeFranco family. It basically, was one kid who looked. It was just like a Donny Osmond ripoff. This uh, the, the lead kid is the kid Tony. He's Tony. Tony. Yes. He's Tony. Uh, we've we've got a little backup story on him too, but he came out and he had like his his ugly sisters behind him who, you know, they weren't good looking. But he he was good looking for a '70s kid, and he'd be out there leading the thing on all the shows. They they would never play like they would only play on the shows like Mike Douglas and and you know, Steve Allen and stuff like that. Steve sent me a clip of them on YouTube and they were on I think of, who was that, that Jack was Jack Benny and I was like could you imagine letting like in this day and age like an <laughs> old guy like that host anything oh, yeah. like he was like 70 hosting yeah. a talk show and uh, they came out the DeFranco family now let me say this they, on, they only went on to have one hit Heartbeat It's a Love Beat I had the 45 uh, I love that you play it slow, lightly in the background yeah, it's nice yeah, and you say what you want about Joe Jackson, but Joe Jackson beat a lot of hits out of those kids. You know, <laughs> he did. Like he, it was a love beat. Yeah, he. It was a love. Thank you. He gave him a love beating, and they, you know, they became the Jackson Five, on to become Michael Jackson. And so the Franco family, probably nice people who never hit their kids. You know, you could have probably knocked a few more hits out of these kids if you just slapped them around a little bit. But yeah, because the, you the did, the kid on the album looks like he hasn't been hit enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Because you gave them love and support and probably Apple Jacks, this kid went on to have one fucking hit. But Michael Jackson, who you beat the shit out of, went on to become the fucking biggest star in the world. I so, like a, so, the, the album cover. The kid looks very stoic for like a 10-year-old. Yeah, well, like, he's now he's now <laughs> working real estate here in Los Angeles. Oh, quite is he? well, though. Yeah, he's do, doing quite well. We looked him up and he's got a, he's got a website and he... Uh, and he and he walks around Los Angeles and you know sells like ma- mansions and stuff. So he seems to be doing fine. Uh-huh. He seems to be it landed on his feet here in Los Angeles, and he sells actually he sells um, real estate out in where Heather McDonald lives, right. out in Woodland Hills, California. Uh, he's probably uh, competing with Peter Tobias, her I husband. Wonder what the other uh, DeFrancos are doing. Who's like yeah. the fourth guy? Like, well, there was a lot, it, yeah, they weren't good looking. It was like the Osmonds. I don't know if you remember the Osmonds. Like Donnie and Marie were the fucking uh, the good looking yes. Osmonds. Then you had Jimmy and a couple of the other ones in the background. I'm like, oh, good God. Even with the, honestly, same thing with the Jacksons. Like Michael became, he wasn't a good looking one to begin with. But 
Like the other ones were never great. Tito. You know? Tito. Yeah. I mean, Jackie wouldn't. Jackie, you know. Did you, was there, big, was big there a Jackie? Was yeah, there a Jackie? sure there was. Yeah, Jackie Jackson. Marlon, Jackie. Yeah, Marlon, I remember. And, and, and of course, uh, Randy came in later. I think at one point one of them left. But Randy who was the comes kid who had a, he, There's another guy who had like. Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine. He had a few hits sure of his he own. Did. Yeah. Anyway. That's it, everybody. I think we've had some fun on this one. We told a few stories about bodies that have were been buried for many years. We had two stories about things that have been dug up. So this is an archaeological episode. We had the old horse and the old uh, drink that will keep, that keep you alive forever. These, we also... Religion, co- A lot of Felicity Huffman, a lot of that college scandal that continues to you know go on and on, and maybe we'll have to talk about it again next week. Uh, and the most important thing we had was the new number one song, Old Town Road. Go out and enjoy it. And please, people, put a barrette in your hair. Hold that stuff down. Make it but a nice one, fun, fun one. Get a fun barrette. Put it in your hair. Get out and have a good time to Billy Eyelash, Bad Boy, or I Wish You Were Gay. Or fuck it, you know what? Go old school and put on fucking the DeFranco family. Heartbeat is a love beat. Give us a little more of it, Alex, if you could. Heartbeat oh, I was is a gonna. Love I was Old Town Road, and we ran. Oh, out of- oh! Give me an old. Uh, let's in. go Old Town Road. Let's finish this with Old Town Road. Thank you for listening to Cover to Cover. Everyone, come see me in Boston. I'll be there in a couple of weeks. Laugh Boston. Follow me on Instagram. Frangiola.com has all my tour dates coming up. Thank you, Steve Marmotine, for being here. A pleasure. Thank you, Alex, for being here. Thank you all for listening. Go on the Facebook page. Let us know how you like Cover to Cover. Let us know if you don't like it. I'll just delete those. Um, <laughs> love you all. Give it to us, Alex. Loud. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.